Empire. Welcome to Inside the Cap. I'm your host, Joel Corey. You can find me on Twitter at Corey Joel. That is C-O-R-R-Y-J-O-E-L. And also, you can read my regular CBSSports.com column and Agents Take. Uh, This week, we're going to be looking at the highest paid NFL players for 2020. When you determine who are the highest paid players in the NFL... It's harder than it is in MLB and the NBA. That's because, one, the contracts aren't fully guaranteed, so that necessitates them being uh, front-loaded, where some instances there's a signing bonus or an option bonus in year two, which is essentially a section, uh, basically like a second signing bonus um, in the second or third year of the contract to pick up a later year of a contract. Um, there's more variance uh, from year to year who the players are because of that. In, for instance, in the NBA, you kind of know who they are every year because the way the contracts are structured, that there are salary maximums, and depending upon your years of service, you can get 25% of the cap, 30% of the cap, or 35% of the cap, and there are annual increases each year, which are... Eight percent of your first year salary if you're re-signing with your old team, or it's through or it's through a sign and trade, and also uh, or five percent of the first year salary is an annual increase if you're going to a new team. So that kind of sets the parameters. Um, one thing we see in the NFL that you don't see in the other sports is there's um, salary deferrals. Um, when someone gets a signing bonus. Uh, it's kind of human nature to think, wow, he's getting a lump sum. Um, the player's getting a lump sum uh, when he signs his, puts his name on the dotted line. That is not the case in the NFL. There are significant deferrals with signing bonuses in a lot of instances where money isn't paid in the same calendar year of signing. And it's also, in some instances, paid in two to four installments. And this is a practice that goes way back. Back in... I'll give you an example. Back in 2004, when Peyton Manning became the highest paid player in the league, um, he got a record $34.5 million signing bonus. Um, he didn't get $18.5 million of the signing bonus until March 2005. Now, we see that happen practically every year. Some teams now are starting, particularly rookies, starting to give the signing bonus in the same calendar year, and sometimes in one lump sum. But this year we got some guys who are either lower on the highest paid player list or don't make it at all this year because of the signing bonus deferrals. And here's some of the significant um, deferrals. Uh, You got uh, Joey Bosa uh, with the Chargers, $35 million signing bonus, has $17.5 million deferred until next March. Um, Christian McCaffrey, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, and, and Dalvin Cook have signing bonus deferred into 2022. Uh, for example, McCaffrey, $21.5 million signing bonus. Um, he's getting $7.5 million next April and $6.5 million in April 2022. Uh, Julio Jones has an $11 million option, has a 
um, $11 million option bonus um, in his contract, but $9 million of the option bonus is payable next March. Then a guy like Jalen Ramsey, uh, $25 million signing bonus would be on this list, but is not because $7.5 million of the signing bonus is deferred to the end of April in 2021. Now, when we're going to look at the um, highest-paid players for 2020, for 2020, we're only going to take into account money which is made in 2020. Um, players get paid their uh, base salary on a weekly or bi-weekly basis. And this year, the NFL season ends on January 3rd. It's scheduled on January 3rd. could be January 10th because it could be the 18th week. But we're considering... Only that it's January 3rd. And because of that, 16 seventeenths of base salary at the most is going to be received in the 2020 calendar year. For some teams, it may be 15 seventeenths because of payroll practices, because either you're getting paid weekly or biweekly. Um, but we're going to assume all teams, 16 seventeenths for consistency's sake, will be getting base salary this year. Now, that's going to change in 2021 depending upon whether there's a 17-game season starting in 2021 um, or not, players' base salaries are going to be paid over 34 weeks if there isn't, and there are only 16 games next year, or 36 weeks because of the bye week starting next year. I'm not really sure why the union agreed to that because if I'm a player, I'd rather have the money sooner than later and be able to invest it and earn money off of it instead of having the – owners be able to keep the money but nonetheless that's going to be a change for next year which is going to make these calculations a lot more uh, difficult down the road but nonetheless because of the 16 17th in base salary this year a little more difficult than they've been in the past now there are 16 guys and according to my calculations making 25 million dollars or more this year uh, so we're gonna uh, just briefly touch on all those guys at number 16 is Byron Jones, the uh, Miami Dolphins cornerback. Uh, um, Jones clocks in um, by my calculations at $25,352,941. Jones, when he signed uh, as a free agent um, with the Miami Dolphins, he became the... Uh, Highest paid cornerback in the NFL. The cornerback market had been stagnant. Um, set a new benchmark at $16.5 million per year, which has since then been surpassed by uh, a few players, uh, namely J- uh, Jalen Ramsey, Tredavious White, Darius Slay, Marlon Humphrey. But at the time, in March, he became the highest paid cornerback. Uh, he has he at the time had $54.375 million guarantees, $40 million which was fully guaranteed at signing, which was the most any cornerback deal until Jalen Ramsey um, in terms of full amount fully guaranteed at signing. Now, at number 15, we have uh, Matt Ryan. Uh, Ryan is making $25,438,235. Ryan um, became the first $30 million per year uh, cor- uh, player in 2018. Last year, he was number three on the list. Um, the Falcons end up having significant deferrals in um, their contract. And the reason why um, he's on this list is he had a $10 million option bonus from last year that was paid in April. So he clocks in number 15. And number 14, Joey Bosa. 
Bosa is at $25,441,176. Uh, Bosa uh, became the, he is the highest paid defensive player in NFL history. Um, he signed a five-year, uh, $135 million um, extension um, right at the beginning of training camp, um, which averages $27 million per year. That $35 million signing bonus he has is the um, second largest signing bonus ever for a non-quarterback. So, a phenomenal deal by Bosa. He clocks in at number 14. Um, Kenny Clark comes in at um, number 13. And the Packers do something which uh, is by necessity because of how their contracts are structured. Outside of Aaron Rodgers, the Packers don't guarantee um, money um, besides signing bonus. They'll give you uh, March roster bonuses in the second, third, and sometimes fourth year as a substitute um, for the guarantees. But there's no guarantee that you're going to make the money, as we saw in Nick Perry's case a couple years ago. He had a early March roster bonus and got cut before they had to pay it. But in Kenny Clark's case... He was um, one of their extensions of a core player. And, and Green Bay's been a team which tries to be proactive and doesn't like to let guys get to free agency. And up until recently, um, weren't a team which would make a play for guys in free agency. But they got um, Kenny Clark done. He's getting all $25 million of a signing bonus this year, which is why he's on the list. And he clocks in number 13 at $26,590,588. Signed a four-year extension, averaging $17.5 million per year in August. Uh, number 12 is Ben Roethlisberger. Um, Roethlisberger, um, in 2019, signed a two-year extension um, with the Steelers, uh, which was averaging $34 million uh, per year. And he got a 30 half, 30 half, $37.5 million signing bonus, where $32.5 million was uh, paid last year. That's why he was number one last year at $40 million. Stays on the list um, at number 12, $25,911,765. $5 million of that signing bonus was paid this year, which is why he is on the list. At number 11, we have Kirk Cousins. Um, Cousins, he's making $28,941,000. $176, and Cousins is on the list because the three-year, $84 million fully guaranteed contract he signed as a free agent in 2018 gave him leverage this year to get a two-year extension uh, averaging $33 million per year, uh, $66 million is the average. There's a $30 million signing bonus, um, with the extension, but he's not getting all $30 million of it this calendar year. $10 million of Cousins' signing bonus is deferred till the end of next March, which is why he's not higher on the list. But um, because the Vikings needed cap room and Cousins was going in a contract year where they couldn't put a transition tag on him and the third franchise tag was going to be too cost prohibitive if uh, they let him play out his contract, that gave him the leverage to get another um, extension with a uh, very player-friendly structure. So he clocks in at number 11. 
Okay, let's look at the uh, top 10. Um, coming in at number 10 is Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson. Um, he's at $29,285,003. Watson um, became the second highest paid player in the NFL shortly before the start of the regular season. Signed a four-year, $156 million extension, which is worth the maximum of $160 million through um, incentives. The deal averages $39 million per year. He's got a $27 million signing bonus, which is the bulk of his money in 2020. Uh, none of the signing bonuses deferred into 2021. 20, uh, the surprising thing about the Watts, Watson deal is the big Patrick Mahomes deal. Um, $450 million extension over 10 years, worth a max of $500 million through incentives. Didn't serve as a salary ceiling um, for Watson. Some people, including me, thought that that was going to uh, cap what he could make. But if you look at the common years of their deals, in terms of new money, Watson is ahead of Mahomes at, at every year of the common years of their contracts. The deal averages $39 million per year, as I said. Um, Mahomes' new money average after the first four new years is at $38.5 million, something that was surprising, unexpected, great for Watson. At number nine, uh, Tom Brady uh, at $29,367,647. Uh, Brady is making money from two teams this year. The... Raise he got last year from 15 million to 23 million uh, with the Patriots, the bump in pay, uh, had a 20.5 million dollar roster bonus in the reworked contract that he uh, signed in August 2019. Now, 5.25 million of that roster bonus didn't get paid until the end of this March in 2020. So he's making money there. And also from the Buccaneers, making money from two teams. That's why Brady's on the list. Otherwise, he wouldn't be. He's at number nine. Number eight is Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott. He is at $29,561,412. Uh, Prescott is playing on the $31.409 million franchise tag. The number I gave you is 16 seventeenths of the franchise tag. He's getting... Uh, because not all of it is paid this calendar year. It's not the full $31.409 million. Remember, regular season is scheduled in on January 3rd, 2021. That's 2021 money, the 117th of it. Prescott and the Cowboys have been unable to reach a deal, long-term deal, which is why he's playing on the franchise tag. Uh, even though uh, he was having the best year of his career, then had the uh, opener compound fracture and dislocation of his right ankle. Uh, against the Giants in, in um, the fifth game of the season. Cowboys have indicated they're going to stick a uh, franchise tag on him again next year because nothing's changed, which means we could be doing this drill again. Uh, he'll make the list next year because he could be playing on the second franchise tag at a 20% raise. That would be $37,690,800. Assuming that uh, the Cowboys, Jerry Jones, are true to his word, he'll get tagged. And if I'm Prescott, you're going to have to pay me $40 million a year per more or more, uh, provided the ankle is healing as expected. And so far, no complications. Just because we've seen that Dallas, not very good team, he was masking 
a lot of their mistakes with his play early in the year. Basically, you're going to have to put him in that category or run the risk of him leaving in 2022 because in free agency because the third franchise tag is going to be close to $54.275 million. At number seven is Ravens offensive tackle, Ronnie Stanley. Uh, he's making $30,559,716. Uh, Stanley signed a five-year, $98.5 million extension, which is worth up to $100 million um, in incentives uh, towards the end of October, right around Halloween. Then the next game he goes out and has a season in the ankle injury. The deal has record-setting guarantees for an offensive lineman contract. There's a little more than $65.5 million overall guarantees. And amount fully guaranteed at signing was approximately $58.8 million. Uh, the guarantees include a $22.5 million signing bonus that Stanley received in a lump sum um, several days after signing the contract. That's what gets him on the list. Uh, Frank Clark is number six. He's at $32,882,353. Clark joined the $20 million per year non-quarterback club. He's one of the early members uh, last year. As a fran- He was franchised by the uh, Seahawks. Then they traded him uh, to the Chiefs for essentially a first-round pick and a second-round pick uh, shortly before 2019 draft. Nine and a half million of Clark's $19 million signing bonus uh, was paid in early April. Uh, he was going to be very close to making the list if you uh, take out the deferral. But since he got basically half of his signing bonus, actually it is exactly half of a signing bonus this year, Frank Clark is on the list. Number five is the highest paid non-quarterback for 2020, David Bakhtiari. David Bakhtiari is at $36,866,177. Bakhtiari recently became the highest paid offensive lineman in NFL history. Four-year, $92 million extension, averaging $23 million per year. Deal maxes at $94 million um, through incentives and salary escalators. He has a record $30 million signing bonus. By record, I mean for an offensive lineman. No offensive lineman has ever gotten a signing bonus that big. Um, half of the signing bonus is payable uh, several days uh, after signing. He gets the other half uh, late December. Uh, number four is Carson Wentz, much to the chagrin of Philadelphia Eagles fans. He is making $39,301,647. And he's not having a good year. He's regressed. Uh, He looks... He didn't look like this as a rookie. (laughs) Um, You don't expect your quarterback who is in year four to be playing like this Particularly in his second year, he was on his way to winning league MVP before tearing up his knee. Now, he's on this list because of the way Philadelphia structured the contract. Uh, They did a signing option bonus structure where he had a um, $30 million option 
um, payment they had to make, which is an option bonus, to pick up the 2024 year of his contract. All $30 million was paid to Wentz uh, before the first regular season game of this year. Um, Wentz, but for the way his contract is structured, probably wouldn't be in the starting lineup. They're trying to make it work for work with him because he's, the deal averages $32 million per year, the one he signed um, last year. He's not going anywhere anytime soon, at least not next year. Fifteen, His $15.4 million uh, 2021 base salary is already fully guaranteed. And because you have signing bonus proration and option bonus proration, the dead money alone from the uh, option and signing bonuses would be $27,820,611. And you've got the $15.4 million salary guarantee. does have an offset, so they Philly would recoup some of that. But his cap charge to get rid of him next year, that would be before the uh, third day of the league year, which would be March 19th, because at that point, he's got uh, guaranteed money in 2022. <laughs> Uh, as well, so uh, that's not that's not going to happen. That you're 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 not going to uh, get get rid of him um, anytime next year. Um, on the third day of the uh, uh, league year, the fifteen million of his twenty-two million dollar twenty-two uh, uh, base salary becomes fully guaranteed. So he's not uh, going anywhere anytime soon because. You got forty over forty three million in dead money. It would be forty three million two hundred twenty thousand six hundred eleven dollars in dead money, <laughs> versus a thirty four million six hundred seventy three thousand five hundred thirty six dollar cap charge. That's a that's about an eight point five five million dollar difference. <laughs> that's why Carson Wentz is in the lineup. That's why Carson Wentz is not going anywhere um, next year. At number three. Uh, is Ryan Tannehill, Titans quarterback. He's an interesting case. He's at $40,870,588. The Titans got a deal done with him uh, before the March 16th deadline for you to uh, designate uh, franchise and transition players. That's why Derrick Henry got franchised because they didn't have to make a decision between the two. Four-year, $118 million deal, $91 million in contract guarantees. Uh, he's got a $20 million signing bonus that he's getting this year. But here's the interesting part. The Titans have this weird pay structure, payment schedule that teams, other teams don't have. So uh, he's got a portion of his base salary this year, about $1.2 million of it from 2019 that's being paid in 2020. Because the way the Titans' standard practice is, 30% of the base salary is 124th every two weeks gets paid during the regular season. Another 25% gets paid bi-weekly through mid-March, and the balance is paid on March 31st. So he's got that. Also, Tannehill earned $3.175 million of incentives in 2019 that didn't get paid until the middle of this February. What's also interesting is Tannehill is the only Titans contract I've seen and this practice that they have with the uh, different payment of the base salary dates back to the 1990s. I, first time I saw it was when we had a free agent um, go to the Titans in the late 90s. And I was like, what's this payment schedule? So it's been there for over 20 years. May have dated, may have 
gone back before then. That was the first Titans guy that we had. So I was like, this is this is different. And it was non-negotiable. Now, Tannehill had enough leverage to get his change to the conventional payment structure. So Tannehill's base salary in his new contract is paid like everybody else's in the league. So this year he's getting 16 seventeenths of his base salary uh, this year. Whereas that's not the case for practically every every other um, Titan in his base salary this year is $17.5 million. At number two on the list, one of two players at over $50 million this year, Jared Goff, Rams quarterback, $50,981,348. Now, uh, Goff signed a four-year, $134 million extension right before the start of the 2019 regular season that tied him with Aaron Rodgers. Um, at $33.5 million per year that made him the third highest paid player in the NFL. Now, Goff had $20 million of his uh, signing bonus. He had a $25 million signing bonus in that deal that wasn't paid till the end of this March. Uh, you couple that with the fact he had a $21 million second day of the league year roster bonus, and that gets you right there over $40 million in and of itself. Um, that's why golf, primary reason why golf is number two. And number one on the list is the guy who was number two last year, Russell Wilson. And it's rare to see a guy in the NFL stay that high um, for consecutive years. Russell Wilson, Seahawks quarterback, highest paid NFL player for 2020, $51,941,176. Uh, Wilson signed a deal in April 2019, averaging $35 million per year. Four-year, $140 million extension, worth up to a $146 million through salary escalators. Made him the highest-paid player in the league. He had a record $65 million signing bonus in that deal. But the reason he's on this list this year is he got $35 million of the signing bonus on April 1st this year. The $65 million signing bonus, record for an NFL player, still the record, but he had the typical payment schedule for a uh, signing bonus, huge signing bonus. He got $10 million, which was payable a couple weeks after he signed. He got $10 million on June 15th, 2019, another 10 million on July 15th, 2019. That's 30 million. Final 35 million this April. April 1st, 65 million. Russell Wilson won't be on the list next year. <laughs> but Russell Wilson, highest paid NFL player uh for 2020. That wraps up uh this week's um episode. Thanks for listening. Don't forget you can find me on Twitter at Corey Joel, that is C-O-R-R-Y-J-O-E-L, and I have a regular column at CBSSports.com called Agents Take on NFL Business Matters. Goodbye.